Welcome to episode two of the North-South Divide. I'm Ben. I'm Reese. He's Northern. And he's Southern. And welcome to the North-South Divide. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed episode one. We've got some exciting things to talk about this week. First of all, let's just let's just get into it. Let's just get into Leeds getting battered five uh, one by United. We'll, we'll get into it straight away. I don't want to hold back anymore. I've been waiting a long time. Let's get into it. Um, your views? I thought United were incredible. I thought Leeds were pretty appalling, uh, but I did think United were were pretty damn good as well. To be fair, I'm glad you said it earlier so we can get it out of the way. I just think, to be honest, as a Leeds fan, it's quite worrying you never they didn't look like a Bielsa side we didn't turn up yeah United were a class above to be fair but our defending did not help at yeah, all I, I did wonder what they were up to half the game they went missing and I mean to get battered at Old Trafford again it was just like last season wasn't it there was yeah. just no coming back like I did I, I did I, when that goal went in from, from Ailing was it I mean what a goal yeah, uh, six goals in the game that was pick of the bunch yeah yeah. The only one you you did score, but that was pick of the bunch. And I just thought at one one, I did feel worried. First game of the season, you never really know. But um, I, I, I did, yeah. It wasn't. I think Man United matched Liverpool, uh, Liverpool Leeds physically, and I think that put Leeds off. Leeds just weren't there. It just wasn't. It wasn't a classic Bielsa Leeds side. You know, you, like last season when you think back to when we played Liverpool first game of the season. Oh, what four and, three? And, yeah, four three. An absolute thriller, but. And the only thing I can put it down to, and it's that age-old comment that all Leeds fans will say, and I'm sure Leeds fans, if there's any Leeds fans listening, they'll agree, we're just not the same team without Calvin Phillips. But you can't, we can't keep using that excuse. Like, we got bad 5-1, so... It's, it, when, I think, when I saw him not on the team sheet, uh, the starting X1, I, I felt a, a small cheer go up inside me because I just thought, you know, he is an absolute baller. Yeah. What a player. What a, what a Euros. But... Um, yeah, it was. A, it was a. I was really, really happy with United the way they played. Couldn't we carry this on? I don't know. Home form last year was absolutely terrible. Away form unbeaten, of course. But it's a cracking start. It was a it's good a start. start. I'm. Uh, I'm pleased. It was a great first game to have United Leeds. Yeah. So fans back. Yeah. Noise atmosphere. Um, yeah, really, really good. Let's move on, shall we? Let's move on. Okay, I've done that enough now. We'll move on. So, great managers of the modern era. Wonderful. And the key word is there, not greatest, but our pick of the greats. The greats. Uh, the greatest, of course, I think there wouldn't be any argument apart from Fergie. Uh, so, I think... We'll get into it. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. that. There, we'll, we'll get into we'll it. Get Do you want to start, Mr. Mr. Reese? Let's get into it. Okay, so great managers of the modern era. So when we say modern era, Ben, we're talking about 2010 onwards, but there are a few crossovers out there. Yeah, I think 2010. I I think just purely on the fact that we said the modern era. The modern era can be a a different portion of time, obviously, but I think from 2010 onwards, we're looking at that. Okay, this is in no particular order, by the way. Of course. My first one is Mr Pep Guardiola. Well, very controversial yes, to some. Very much so. Not very controversial to some of others. So, to others. So let me reel off a couple, a couple of stats. Please do. Okay. Two Champions League titles. Both with Barcelona. Both with Barca. I might we'll add. get to that. Three league titles in Spain. Three league titles in Germany. Three league titles in England. And nine domestic trophies. Yeah. Overall. It's over spread over the three countries yes. that he's been. Correct. Right. Including, obviously, and I know it's the Mickey Mouse Cup, we touched on it last week, <laughs> but four in a four, you know, four league cups in a row. Yeah, you can't. Or was it five? 
or was it five next year? It when will they, be five when this they win time, it, won't it? When yeah. they win it, which this is year. inevitable, isn't it? Well, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, tell me, what, tell me your thoughts on that. You can't. Can you argue that he's one of the greats? No, I don't think you can argue that point. I don't think you can say he's an average manager, but he's had lots of lots of help along the way and help along the way I mean of course money now I understand as a great, <laughs> well you yeah, know yeah, Bayern yeah. obviously Barcelona he didn't really spend I don't think he spent masses of money there uh, because they had the academy that just spat out these world class players well listen to this point so when I was doing a little bit of research and thinking back to the Barca days of Pep right when he first got appointed he looked at that team he got rid of Ronaldinho Wow. Deco. Wow. And Eto. Right? Wow. And he still got... That's huge. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. Mega. And he still got them playing mesmerising football. All right? And obviously, the, I don't think anybody can argue at that time that, that with that midfield, Iniesta, Javi yeah. and Busquets. The way that they played, he coached those players in a way that brought out the best in them. Yeah. He obviously, he's thought, I don't need Ronaldinho, I don't need Deco, I don't need Eto. I've got, do you know what I mean? I've got these players. I see, I mean, to get rid of them, that it's quality. Bold. Yeah, he's got some balls on him, hasn't he, really? And let's not forget when they uh, absolutely just put United to shame in 2011 in the Champions League final. Um, and, oh, without... <laughs> Without a doubt, without an absolute. I mean, Pep. He's you know taking my Man United hat off. The fact that he he uh, manages the noisy neighbours. I'll take that hat off and I'll just look at it from a neutral point of view. The guy's brilliant. The football's excellent, but I just don't rate him. I don't. I think he's t- he's overrated. I think he's he's really good. He's an excellent manager. His man management style is brilliant, but I just think to be that great, you've got to win a Champions League at at a different club that you've been to, especially when you're managing top teams with lots of money. Yeah. I just think you need to... And look, I'll take... You know, when City played in the Champions League final last year against Chelsea, he tried to spring a tactical surprise on Chelsea and it backfired. Now, when he won... I don't know what... I think it was the first Champions League he won with Barcelona. He sprung the false nine on the world. And the false nine had been done in the 20s or 30s, I think it was... Uh, originally, but not it not really been around, and he did that, and he's surprised. But he had the three that you mentioned in midfield, and he had Lionel Messi, and the best player in the world. So true. He is he well, for me. Is he that? Has he got that tactical surprise anymore? Not for me, but he still is a good. For me, one great of the greats. Uh, I, one of the greats. I can't argue, as I said, that point. So yeah, I think everybody. Last point on Pep. Then we'll look at your first manager. Please do. But when everybody looks back, everybody, no matter what age you are, has that team, don't they? For some people, it's the Galacticos or Real Madrid. Yep. For some people, it's the Busby Babes. Yep. For, for, for me, well, not for me, for my dad and my granddad, it was the Leeds in the 60s with Don Reve. Yep. But for me growing up, it's that Barca team. Uh, well, Unbelievable. The, yeah, you, look at the, you look at the Milan sides, the Ajax sides that have been the, the Barcelona sides under, Johan, uh, under Cruyff. Uh, but that potentially was the greatest club side we've ever seen. For me growing up, definitely. So, yeah. Right, let's that. go on to yours then. I, I have picked probably a, a, a choice that, that would spring to mind of everyone when talking about this subject is, is Mourinho. 
Um, I'll just, I the mean, special one, the special one, self proclaimed, but I think with what he's won, could we argue with him? I don't think Porto, two league titles, uh, one Champions League, uh, Madrid, one league, Chelsea, three leagues, one FA Cup, three league cups, Manchester United, one league cup, one Europa, Inter, two leagues, one Champions League, Spurs got to a cup final, of course, got the elbow, uh, <laughs> before, um, before he had a chance to play in it. I just think, uh, He's he's there ranked amongst the best. Now, thoughts, Reese. Of course, it's a difficult one with Mourinho, just because in recent years he's just gone downhill massively. Oh, massively! Yeah, and yeah. so, as much as you want to call him one of the greatest or one of the greats, let me just give you a couple of points. And this is what sprung to mind when I thought of Mourinho. Mm-hmm. He shut Luke Shaw out. Look what Luke Shaw's doing now. Yeah. He shot Delhi Alley out. We're not yet to see Delhi. No, but I think he's on his way back, isn't Let's he? Hope so. I think he is. Lukaku's goal scoring stats at United were still decent. Very but much. Did so. he get anywhere near the best out of Lukaku? No, he didn't. No, he not. didn't. No, but I, but I, I will interject just quickly. I put that down to the uh, nutritionists at Manchester United. They didn't cotton on to his stomach problem that he had, or some medical problem that he has got. That, um, uh, but in the internutritionists have seemed to figure that out, and he's fine on all cylinders. But that's a byproduct of what you're saying. So yeah. please carry on. And then another thing, I know that he won a Europa League at United, and I know that he won a League Cup at United, but. For Manchester United, is that good enough? Well, Were fans, well, let's ask you, as a United fan, is that good enough? I think... Is it? Uh, no, well, of course not. Of course not. But, you, you know, Fergie left 26 years. Uh, brilliant. Won everything multiple times. You, you know, we struggled to replace him. You know, Van Gaal had a go. Giggs had a short go. You know, Mourinho come in and... and because no, when Mourinho enough. come in, you thought this is it. Oh, every, oh is of it. course, of course. And it, it was a letdown, money. It was a letdown, yeah, big time. And he has just changed. And another thing I will say about him: when he, when he was at Chelsea and when they won the league, and you know, I remember that team, Drogba, oh, well, McAlaney, the rest of them. Yeah, you th- you see Mourinho bring this new exciting brand of football to the Premier League. But recently, we've seen none of it. We've seen Jose park the bus, and it's just boring and I honestly think there's so much pressure on him going to Rome yeah, because if he yeah. don't win anything I just I mean his Spurs his time at Spurs was a joke as well yeah I don't I know I just what think he's tarnished what he's done but I'm not saying he's not one of the greats but I, there's a lot there's a lot of negative stuff to say about Mourinho a huge amount but I do think he'll win something at Roma we'll have to see I we? do. I do think he'll go on and do something at Roma God knows what it'll be but I do think he'll go on and do so, Roma. Your second choice. Well, not in any order, but your second choice. I am Reece. going to say Mr. Jurgen Klopp. Thoughts on that as a United fan? <laughs> well, I will take the hat off once again and uh, rest it on the dash of my car. Um, <sighs> and uh, you can't argue with that. The guy's brilliant. You at know, all? No arguments at all? Yeah. Uh, there is arguments because I think... He has a he has a small tenure at clubs. Now I don't mean he leaves or he gets the sack. I mean his teams run out of steam. He works them so hard that they run out of steam. And I think from looking at statistics, he has four years of high productivity at clubs and they run out of puff. Last year they looked tired. 
the whole time. I know there's no fans in stadiums, etc., etc. But get over that. With every other team had to deal with that. A lot of injuries, though, didn't they? A lot of injuries because of what I know. He and it just seemed like when Jordan Pickford. Uh, uh, quite illegally took out Virgil van Dijk yeah. and, and which was shocking I think Liverpool fans are still crying out yeah, about do you know, and I wouldn't blame him for that I wouldn't blame him <laughs> for that I think that when he went out injured the rest of the club the rest of the team the squad went do you know what yeah yeah, yeah we've lost we have, we're not going to retain the title and they gave up so I, I, while Klopp is amazing I think he's he spends lots of money that's a myth about well, we will get to that, we'll but get... if you, whilst we're on that point, you know, I've got friends that are Liverpool fans and they say, oh, he doesn't spend half as much as Pep, and he doesn't. Well, Nobody yeah. does. Do you know what I mean? Nobody can Nobody sends, spend Not in the Premier League, anyway. And so, Klopp's been there five years, and he's spent yep. 550 million. On what? Which... On Van Dyke. You know, that? and it's... It's, it's it's a massive amount of money, but they have won the Champions League and the Premier and League. And the Premier League. So, yeah, but when it's... people say Klopp don't spend, Klopp don't spend, and it might not be new money, it might always be reinvested from players that they've sold because Liverpool are great at that. No, they are. I've got, I've got to admit that. that. Um, I've got to admit that, yeah. But it is a little bit of a myth that they don't spend. But let's just reel off some stats about Kloppe and why I've included him. So, one league title in England, two league titles in Germany, one Champions League, one German Cup. Right, he took Dortmund from thirteenth to sixth the season after, and then fifth, and then won back to back. I was going to say titles. he definitely won back to back. I know back that back to back yeah. league titles. So the man management there is unbelievable. Oh, gotcha. and he also took them to a Champions League final in twenty thirteen. So in that short space of time, that pro- progression. For me, that's just that's next level, isn't it? It, it? it is, and that's what I was alluding to. That's he, just at Dortmund as well. And that's what I mean. But he joined Dortmund. Uh, get, tell, I don't know if, if you... I think he joined Dortmund in 2008 and he left in 2015 to manage Liverpool. I believe that's I correct. can't remember, to be honest, but yeah, I believe you. I'm pretty sure I that believe is. You. And he won them two back-to-back titles. I think it was 11-12 and 12-13. And then... So he had quick success, but did nothing really before that. Like you said, got him up the table, yes. And then he did nothing after that until he went to Liverpool. Yeah. And I just think what I was saying, that short space of success. And he had it at Liverpool. They won the Champions League and the league. But they looked tired. Let they me look, hold you there, though. You know? If you're a Dortmund fan, though, you're still over them. You're still over at me. Uh, he brought them. Surely he brought them to where they are now. Absolutely. Right. And then another couple of things. So he was appointed Liverpool manager in 2015. Got them to the Europa League final <laughs> straight away. I know it's Europa League. But, but no, in that... No. In that transition of in that phase of the Liverpool cycle from getting rid of Rodgers I think fans must have been pretty happy with being in a final yeah even, straight off you know and then Champions League final in 17-18 we obviously all remember the famous Gareth Bale overhead kick of course season after that they won the Champions League so again in that short space of time the progression That's, and he does yeah. he, somehow he does just bring the best out of players and yes he, he, there's no denying it he did spend money but he's won the league, he's won the Champions League, and uh, Liverpool... Yeah. He's transformed Liverpool, Of course he? he has. Because they of were on the verge, you know, after the Gerrard era, and after the, you know, that there was that worry that they were fading away a little bit. I mean, 
without Kloppy, they might not have won a league title in another however many years. It could have been. It could have been. You know? I, 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 and and what he does, he he came in and he came into Liverpool and and sort of brought a tactical surprise, much like Mourinho did when he arrived, much like Pep did at Barcelona. And it and it, the way they played was was fantastic. But I to say he's one of the greats, you could do, but he still has some flaws for me. Yeah, true. Some flaws, true. but he's but still. I think I have to have him in my list or pick of. Some, Great modern managers, definitely. Uh, right, yeah. your next one. Uh, well, I don't. I don't think you could talk about great managers, the greatest managers, top managers, whatever you want to say, without commenting on Sir Alex Ferguson. I just think with what he he didn't just win everything. He reshaped Manchester United into the club that well I know and love now. So I I mean we'll just run over what quickly just basic what he won really. He won a league title at St Mirren. Three league titles, four cups at Aberdeen. Then at Manchester United, 13, one, three English Premier Leagues, five FA Cups, four League Cups and two Champions Leagues. 13 league titles 13 English Premier League titles. I don't think anybody can argue with that, can they? Uh, I can't see that there's much argument at all. I'd, you, know, I'd, I've, you know, I grew up, Fergie was our manager. That's what I grew up as. Didn't know anything else and I couldn't, I can't find much wrong. Yeah, okay. He got he let his ego run the club, but when you're that much of a serial winner, you can afford that. That's probably why they were so successful, though, because he knew yeah. what he wanted to do. He knew what he wanted to do, and he got it done. So, uh, for me, the greatest. But that may is that a bit of bias? Probably. The only negative thing I will say about Fergie is that he used to chuck his toys out at pram, and he used to be. I know managers do it a lot now, but he he would not do interviews after certain games if it had not gone his way yeah. or if there was a poor decision. And he'd really, really throw his toys out of the pram. Now, for me, the greatest Premier League manager of all time. Of the, the, yeah, the, I don't think there is any denying it. And what I also... Well, when I was doing a little bit of research about him, I was thinking, which players did he sign? Which players did he sign? Because I remember, I remember it really, really clearly. I was on holiday in Mallorca and we were playing football. Right. right. And there was a lad with a Man United shirt on, and I had a Leeds shirt on. Oh. And he was like, oh, we've just signed Nanny. He's come from the same club as Ronaldo. And you think, and Fergie, he did have a knack. Yeah. He did have a knack for, for spotting talent. He did. I mean? he it's did. like Rooney was like, we're getting him. Yeah. When United played Sporting Lisbon, Ronaldo, we're getting him. Yeah. Oh, but brilliant. Yeah. On the flip side of that, getting rid of Paul Pogba was a weird one. Uh, yeah, weird. One. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, uh, uh, at the time, yeah. Did he know something that Will didn't know? Could he predict the future with how Pogba's been? Possibly. He, he, Pogba throws his toys out of the pram. I'm sure. Yeah, but about that. Uh, I, I just think letting him go for free was was a huge, huge error. But at that point, he had won what he'd won. He was a legend, and you, you know the club backed him. True. Very true. And I mean, you'd, you'd be a fool not to, really, wouldn't you? You Definitely. would be a fool not to. And even though the likes of Keane, Beckham, Van Nistelrooy, Yapstam, Pogba, all these players, like he was happy for them to go. It's like yeah. what, what he, he always he always found a way, didn't he? It's like everybody remembers that FA Cup tie against Arsenal when he was playing. <laughs> John O'Shea left back and yeah, oh, know, Raphael like, at right back, Raphael. Uh, right wing. Sorry, yeah, and, you um, know, and yeah. he just had a way, didn't he? Yeah, he, he just, just had a way. he just knew. And I think when you win what you've won, the players believe in you, and they'll do. If you ask them to run for a wall, they'll do that for you. Absolutely. So definitely. Yeah, I, I will think. move on to my third, which is Antonio Conte. Mm. I think 
he interesting. He's he's up there with what he's done. I think he's brilliant, and and I'm I mean you know just quickly here his time at Juventus three league titles, two uh, cups, um, Inter. Uh, sorry, I'll go with Chelsea next. He won one English Premier League, one FA Cup, uh, and at Inter he just won the one league, but he broke Juventus's hold on that title, and I just think on that, uh, you know, and and. On that, he should be put up there as a great manager. I mean, at Chelsea, he came in and he started the season. They weren't very good. And then all of a sudden, he switched to this three-at-the-back system and they were incredible. The only thing I will say about that season was he didn't have Champions League or any European football. That is my first point. Yeah, I wanted to say that as well. So, in my opinion, I don't think you can be classed as a great no? without a European trophy. I don't think you can. And I know that it was the Syria King. Okay. You, do you mean Europa League as well as Champions League? A European Cup. European I Cup. Think, right. I think okay. you have to win something in Europe. I think you have to be considered a great. Now, don't All get right. me wrong. Okay. I mean, was it three times in a row he won the Syria? Yeah, it was. It Which, was. I mean, yeah. is mega, but very, very different to the Premier League. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I, I think that's what he did. He brought the tactics from Juventus over to Chelsea. But I did quite work I out. did actually write that down as well. You talked about the three at the back. His his preferred formation was three five two and he brought it to the Premier League and now it's very popular and it was a great brand of attacking <laughs> yeah, football. And was. now we see it all the time, don't we? Yeah, of course we do. So he is a great manager, obviously, but can he go down as one of the greats without a European Cup? I'm not sure. Fair enough. Sure. I, I I do sort of agree and I do sort of disagree with that. But okay. uh, I think we've the the pure taking that title out of Juventus's hands, winning it into Milan. Yes, he had some very very good players, but um, I, I still think he's up there. Okay, are you ready for my last one? Please head forward with it. Now this is a spanner in the works. Don't get me wrong, but I wanted to pick him out as a great manager. Not necessarily one of the greats, okay. but I wanted to give him a special mention just because to win the Europa League three times in a row, yes, it's the Europa League, it's not the Champions League, right? but has anybody else managed to win three European Cups in a row apart I, from, from Sevilla, two, but that's a club, not a manager. Yeah, with, you know, with yeah. a team like that. So I'm not saying he's a great manager of the modern era necessarily, but for me... He has to have a special mention in there. All right. He's nine. One league title in France, three domestic cups, and four Europa Leagues in total. His name, you tell me. Uray Emery? Emery. Emery. Exactly. All Four right. So to win three Europa League titles in a row, for me, speaks for itself. What a. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So. You've got to, yeah. It's still European football, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And I know it's a funny one. I know it's a funny one, but I just thought. Yeah, I just wanted to give him a mention. So, in recent years, yeah. if we forget about Arsenal, because in my opinion, <laughs> that club's in tatters anyway. Absolutely. We'll get on to that, possibly. He's won trophies at every club he's been at in the last at the last three out yeah. of four clubs he's been at. Wow. All right? That's, yeah. So, I mean, he's the Europa League king. Like, if you're a Sevilla fan and you're winning that every season, yeah, you want to be in the Champions League, but you're winning something, aren't you? You're winning something. Yeah, like, as a United you fan, you would have been buzzing again to win that final against them. Uh, of yeah. course, of course. Just because, one, it's a trophy. Uh, it's a European trophy as well. And uh, Europa League, it gets a lot of aggro, doesn't it? A lot of, oh, you know, two legs here, round of 32, Thursday nights. 
but you still have teams drop down from the Champions League to play in it. True. So it, you still can come up against some some really hard teams. They want to win it. They want to win it. Of course they do. Now, now that you can get into the Champions League through it, which only come around five, six, seven years ago maybe, everybody wants to win that now. Absolutely. So no, I, I, Emery, I think... You know, Arsenal didn't work out for him, but as we said, Arsenal are, are a you know a real a club in some They've real got their turmoil own issues, aren't they? at the minute. But I think, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know where. As you said, is he one? Of, he might not be out there one of the greats, but I think he's a great mention. Yeah. Just purely on his Europa um, uh, CV, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And oh, yeah. were there any special mentions that you wanted to include? Should we do? How many should we do each? Uh, well, I've I've just got the one. Okay. But well, you, we'll you do know, one each then. It may sound, uh, it may sound a little bit. I don't know, corny. But I'd like to mention Bielsa. I think, well, I think he's a great man. I think he's been I'm getting... I'm surprised you've gone with Bielsa. I, just, I am surprised. I just think, uh, uh, let me reel off what I've got in my head. It's not a lot, but let me reel off what I've got in my head. I think he took over Leeds. Uh, where did you finish when he took over? Before uh, 13th. 13th. Where, 13th. Did, where did you finish the season after that? We got to the... Playoff semis. Playoff semis. Playoffs, yeah. Playoff semis. And the next season, you won it won as the champions yeah, yeah. of the championship. Net, la, last season, he finished where? Ninth? Ninth. Ninth. First season with Leeds. From now, having spent hardly anything. That's my, that is probably my biggest point of this, is that he hasn't gone out. He's basically, that squad that he got, where he, he inherited when he took over yeah. is more or less you obviously know more than me but more or less what he's playing it was at. a championship squad I'm not saying he didn't spend anything but compared to all the other clubs in the Premier League I mean what did Villa spend the season they got well, they spent over 100 million and celebrated finishing 17th like they'd won the league oh, I they? don't Roy Keane absolutely went mad about that <laughs> yeah. when he saw the celebrations he went absolutely mad but I, I, I just think Leeds I think Bielsa's got a lot of Agro this weekend with the with the battering for Manchester United, we'll call it that. But I just think thank you. Thanks for that. <laughs> I just think that's <laughs> totally uncalled for on Bielsa. I just think that so many you know, there's so many people said, "Oh, Allardyce in Allardyce turns up." Sam Allardyce, no, thank you. Ex- and I couldn't agree more because Allardyce turns up at big four clubs, big six clubs, we should say, at their place and parks the bus. Yeah, okay, he'll go against that, and and I could be wrong. I'm not a Premier League manager. I could be wrong, but that's what it seems like to me. Oh, it's a terrible brand of football. It, it's not nice. It's okay. You might escape relegation, but when you're a bigger club, and Leeds are a bigger club than a relegation battle, we we'd seen that absolutely. But I, but everyone moans. Oh, boring football. But then Bielsa turns up at Man United, a top six team, a top four team, plays attacking football, and he gets slayed. Well, you can't have it both ways. No, you can't. You can't moan at defensive football. That's boring. Attacking football. Well, I should defend more. I'll interject, you know, and I'll say it's clear to everybody, more clear to Leeds fans than anybody else, we need to concede less goals. But he is really stubborn and he wants to go and attack. And by doing that, he gets full-backs overlapping, he gets players in the box, and he wants to score goals. We do need to tighten up at the back. The weekend result, not having Calvin Phillips, I know we can't always use it as an excuse, like I said before, but it is a factor for us because we don't have a replacement for him. No. No, you don't. But I would rather us try and go out and score if it means us losing 5-1, get hammered 4-0 some weeks. If we're going to finish mid-table, rather than play a Sam Allardyce, a Steve Bruce, 
rubbish style of football. Yeah, I don't. I'd prefer it every single day of the week. And I think that's what a lot of Leeds fans are. We go and attack these big sides. We go after them. The thing is, Reese, I would not, as a Manchester United fan, want to turn up at Ellen Road and think, oh, we're going to defend. It's your rival. You turn up and you go at your rival. Absolutely. You do not. It's all right if Leeds turn up against Arsenal, not Arsenal at the minute, but Chelsea, and he might think, well, we're defending. You haven't... Oh, no, sorry. You've got a massive rivalry with Chelsea. (laughs) Lost me head there. Lost me head for me. But turning up at City and... yeah, I wouldn't mind that, but when it's your rival, you don't turn up and sit there. You go at your rival. Yeah, you go and attack, don't you? And it doesn't work every week. It doesn't work every week, but no. when it does, it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. Beautiful 100%. Watch. Are we? Have you got an honourable mention? Just a quick one before we move on. Just a quick one. Uh, Rafa Benitez. Just because... The fat Spanish waiter. No. <laughs> Just because... When Liverpool won the Champions League, I know you're a United fan and it's different for you, but it was just so special. It was just so special that night. Uh, yeah, what I they mean, did. And at that point, Liverpool were a great knockout tournament cup side. Yeah, and I, with the team that he won the Champions League with, if you go back and look at that starting eleven compared to the t- types of teams you've got now, and even around those years, it, it was phenomenal. It, it was. was phenomenal. I mean, I mean, you have to put yourself in. As a fan of Liverpool, very, very hard for me to do, of course, but you put yourself as a fan at that night when they come back from 3 0 down. Amazing. And as a fan, it, it's the best night of your life. So as a I'm, football fan, it's, as a football it's amazing. Fan, as a neutral, even as a Man United fan, you look at that and you think, do you know what? You can't argue with that. You can't knock it. You, they weren't 1 0 down. They were three nil down. Mega. So Mega. I, yeah, I mean Benitez. Yeah, I mean he's up there. Will he get on well at Everton um, with his Liverpool past? We'll see. Will he? Will the? Will he? Could he put together ten wins and then Everton fans are like we love this guy? They probably. Oh, they will. Well, it's football. Wins, it's fickle, wins, isn't it? wins win you popularity. I don't football. know how we'll get on though. I'm not no, sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. sure. Right. Shall we move on to the next well, let's segment? Let's move on. I thought this week that we'd mention the current transfers that are. Uh, floating about have been completed. We'll do completed ones. And the and the difference is we're not we're, we're going to mention how those players will be missed. Yeah, I think at uh, the clubs that they have left. They have left. I think a lot of people are have got loads of opinions. You know, will Messi win the Champions League again at Pearson? Will Lukaku do this at Chelsea? What about the teams are leaving? So okay. we'll start. We'll start with uh, Lionel Messi. Uh, gone to PSG, of course. We all know what he's going to do or what he could do. So, let me ask you the question then, Ben. So, will Messi be missed at Barca? Um, the simple answer is yes. The simple answer is yes. Of course. The, the, the more in-depth answer, for me, is possibly not. Because we saw that with Tottenham against... Uh, um, City at the weekend. No Harry Kane. Son stepped up to the plate. How many people will step up to the plate at Barcelona knowing that they can't just give the ball to Lionel Messi? They'll have to, won't they? That's the point. Wraithwaite scored two goals at the weekend. Yeah, well, it's interesting that he's going to have to, isn't he? With no Aguero for, what is it, 10 weeks? 10 weeks. And he might not even come back so, now that he wants to actually leave knowing that Lionel Messi's not there anymore. Yeah, that is just hilarious. But I'd, me, I'd, I'd, of course he'd be missed. He's an amazing, he's one of the best world, uh, world's best footballers. Of course he'd be missed. But it gives potential for other players to to move on. I mean, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Lukaku leaving Inter Milan along with, what, four other superstars? The that way that that club, club is being run 
It's just outrageous, isn't it? Don't understand. How many goals did he get last season? Oh, 20 odd, was it? 20 odd last I'm, season? It's closer to 30, wasn't it? Could have been. Lukaku. Could've I been. mean, great move for him going to Chelsea, but I yep. think out yep. of our, of our list, he's maybe, apart from Messi, he's maybe the one that will be missed the most, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't. Do you know what they've got that? Martinez, is it, who turned down a move to Tottenham? Yeah, he wants to stay, doesn't he? He wants to stay into it. So obviously, once again, that could be the Messi factor. Lukaku's gone. He's thinking, I'm going to step up to the plate here. True. This is me. And, you know, and I. Th- so he will be missed. I th- of course he'll be missed. But, you know, they, they're doing a rebuild. I don't know what they're doing there, to be fair. But they've got to... They've lost... They've sold five players. It's they've, very odd. They've got rid of their manager. It's I, very Did they odd. sack Conte or did he just walk away? No, I think he walked away. Well, something's gone on there. You can't blame him, can you? Not selling all your best players no. after winning. After and winning a league the Champions title. League. It's madness. Uh, yeah, absolute madness. Next one. We're go. going to go for Varane. What Varane. a fantastic signing for United. Yeah, I'm very pleased. Still, 42.5 million. Fantastic Could be more with signing. add-ons. But that is is brilliant. Now, who are Real Madrid going to fill that? How are they going to fill that void? Well, how are they going to fill the void with him going and Ramos leaving? How are they going to fill that void? I mean, that that, that oh, I don't know. Big big boots to fill. Yeah, that, he'll with be both missed. of them. Yeah, he'll be missed. He'll be missed. Big boots. To I fill. don't know who they're going to sign, but uh, yeah, Varane will be a huge huge loss. More than I think they know. Yeah, definitely. Next one, definitely. I'd like to talk about. We'll, we'll bring it a little bit, a little bit, um, a little bit English now with Danny Ings. Great signing for Villa. We mentioned uh, it last week, didn't we? We did. What a fantastic signing! What I mean, a brilliant signing. I really do think Southampton might be in danger this they're season. Go, they're going to struggle now. I think a great manager, but I don't think they're backing. They're not backing anymore. They don't seem to be. And I think out of our list there, we've got one more to do after this. That list there, he could be the most. Missed. You think it might be Lukaku and Messi, but in terms of who they are, because Barcelona have got all these players to to maybe step up to play. Have Southampton got anyone to step up to the plate? No, not not. They haven't got a Danny Ings. They, what they got? Che Adams up front. Chad, did they sign? He had a good season. Someone. Yeah, very good. season. He had a good season. Che yeah. Adams. I'm not sure if they signed anyone to replace him. I haven't yet. seen. But well, he's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. Yeah, I think he's a. A very, very good player. I think he would have been a mainstay in England squad if he hadn't gone to Liverpool. What, if he'd have stayed at Southampton? Uh, was he at Southampton before? Liverpool? Did he uh, go to... Or was it someone like Burnley? Burnley. Was it someone uh, he like could have gone somewhere else. I think Liverpool, he got injured, didn't he? Didn't really play. But uh, being missed at Southampton. Definitely. My, okay. my last one. Last one. I, want... I love this one. Yeah. I love this one. Do you know what I mean? It's This is my most perplexing transfer. It's, I think it's a great one, but it uh, makes no sense. It no. only makes sense in one way. Matthias Pereira. Or Matthias Pereira, we should say, going from West Brom to some Saudi Arabia. I can't even pronounce the name. Al, Al- Hilai, is it? I don't want to say it wrong. Um, yeah, I probably have said it wrong. There, apologies. Um, but I just in a in a league like the Championship, where if you're at one of the top eight clubs, it is so tight. Even further down, top fifteen clubs. So tight, and a player of that pedigree at 25 years old going out there could make the difference in the championship. And he's gone to Saudi Arabia. Money and talks, it does. But I did have a look on the internet this morning. Uh, Google is your friend, as always, <laughs> and uh, it says that he has signed a four year deal, uh, worth 76,000 pounds a week. Is now, that it? Yeah. That's what <laughs> is that it? I know that's a lot of money. Uh, that's a huge amount, of money. but in, but football in football talk. Te- especially going out to an oil-rich country like that, yeah, is that? I mean, that's 
25 years old, he probably would have got, if he had a good season with West Brom, if they got promoted or not, he would have gone to a Premier now, League. Now, the, the reason why I think it's a funny one is because it was there when, when they went up through the Championship and he played last season and he, he is a wonderful playmaker, but I just can't believe that another Premier League side haven't, haven't snapped him up. Why? As soon as they heard he was leaving, and why can... didn't the likes of Norwich? I know they got Campwell, but surely... Well, any bottom half team... Any bottom Burnley. half team. Any bottom half team. Exactly. Uh, uh, that's a very, very. That's why I, I think it's a huge loss for West Brom, which is what obviously the, this whole little segment is about. Huge loss for West Brom because I just do not think they've got that player in their squad to get them back to the Premier League. I still think they'll do. I still think they'll get promoted. I still think do they'll you? get promoted. Oh, see, I don't. Yeah, no, I still I, think they'll I get don't promoted. Think they've got enough. But it's just it's just a weird one. I, I don't know how he how he hasn't been snapped it, up. It, it's very very odd of why no one, like you say, a bottom half team hasn't been uh, sniffing around him when they knew he was going to go to Saudi. Last thing I will say on that point, though. Last thing I will say is that I can see why he wouldn't want to be in the championship. So then, if that's your offer, you go, don't you? I think so. If that's your offer, yeah. then you go. Okay. I, I think he's got possibility to make. But I don't think he was on seventy six thousand pound a week at West Brom. And he's he's normally these players think about a bit more money when they're twenty eight, twenty nine. But he's twenty five. But then again, Oscar, who used to play at Chelsea, he went over that sort of way in the True. world at twenty five years old. True. Right. Next point that I want to mention. Yeah. We put a tweet out this week. About where we think Harry Kane oh, yes. was going a to go. Vote. A little right. vote. Over 50 people voted. Thank you for those. We'll be definitely be doing more of those polls. Uh, 100%. 100%. Um, and if you haven't already, you can follow us um, on Twitter and Instagram at the Divide NS. Um, and then there's a Facebook page as well called the North South Divide. So please give us a like on there if you can. Where is Kane going to end up? 51% of the votes on that poll said that he would end up at City. And then the next one, I think it was maybe 40%, said he will stay at Spurs. Now, personally, I think he's going to stay at Spurs. What do you think? Uh, I think he'll go City. You think they're going to come in with another bid? I think he will. I, I just think that he's desperate to get out of there. He wants to go and win something, and he's desperate to get out of there. I I think he's already had it, uh, according to according to gossip, you know, allegedly he said to Daniel uh, Daniel Levy's not keeping an agreement which they had, which said he could leave if a if a big over hundred billion pound big come in, and he's not keeping to that. So you may see Harry Kane playing in this Europa Conference rubbish <laughs> on Thursday, uh, but I don't think you'll see him in the Premier League again in a Spurs shirt. Interesting. Why do you think that he'll stay where he is though? I'm just not sure if Levy will let him go. Just we, not sure well, he will. And I don't think I don't know how City will get away with putting say 150 <laughs> mil bid. How can could, how can he get I away with it? Well, how? I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I can't see it. I don't know the figures on that. I I don't I haven't looked. I'm not privy to that information. So I couldn't tell you, but I do agree on the surface how are they 100 million for Grealish? Hundred and twenty-seven million they've bid. I mean, if they did, can. it wouldn't surprise you, would it? But also, you just think, how can how can it be allowed? Do you know what I mean? How can it be allowed? Will they? Do they know that they're going over it and they'll take a points deduction in the Champions League or possibly not playing it for this season and think, well, we'll attack it next. Well, season. they overturned it last time, didn't they? So it's almost like they can do what they want. Right? What you wanted to talk about Poch? Was it yes, Poch? It was Poch. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino. 
just a thought, you know, think we talked about great managers. I definitely wouldn't put him in that bracket at all. He's, he's won absolutely nothing. <laughs> he managed to lose. Did well at Spurs, but you've got he to win something. did well at Spurs, but you've got to. With Harry Kane and the players he had, he, did really, he didn't even win league uh, last year, which is, a, isn't it, a staple. It's like Southerners eating pie mash. <laughs> he should have won that league, and he didn't. So um, my question is, if he doesn't win the double this year, uh, the league uh, title and the Champions League, now he's got Lionel Messi, whether Mbappé stays or not, will he get sacked? I don't think he'll get sacked, but he has to win something and not the French Cup. He has to win no, the league because no, yes. they didn't last season. And he has to win... Who, who, would, who did win the French League last uh, season? Lille. Yeah, so he has, he, has to, he has to win the league. Lille or Leon? Lille, ha- I think. Yeah, he has to win the league. Um, Champions League, I mean, with the squad that they've now got, they should be winning the Champions League. But you could yeah. say that about City. You could say that about Bayern again. So it's obviously not as easy. But I don't think he'll get sacked for not winning the double. But he will be getting sacked without Messi if they don't win. Sorry, with Messi, he's going to get sacked if they don't win the league. Minimum league, minimum, minimum league. Minimum. Obviously, if he wins the Champions League and not the league, I don't think they'd care. They'd be over the moon yeah. with that. Um, but I, I, I it was just a question. I didn't know whether he would, you know, get sat. It's, a, you know, he's gone there and he's just got a load of luck with getting Messi in. Obviously, money talks, but all of a sudden the pressure's on the guy. It is. The it pressure is. is on the guy. Well, we've got through quite a lot there, Ben. Yeah, I've rather enjoyable. Sourced, as always. It's, Oh, Rather enjoyable. So, bringing it back to the north-south divide. My favourite part. Your favourite part. The podcast, I yes. do enjoy this bit. I do yes, enjoy this I bit. Yes, I do. Very much so. So, the question that I'm going to pose to you this week is your favourite food from the south. And yes. I will say my favourite food from the north. Who should go first? Hmm. Well, I've got mine already. Uh, go ahead I've got mine Go ahead please I'm looking forward to it Now growing up as a kid It's always things that remind you When you were young I don't know why But it always seems to be Right And I don't know if If, if it was a southern thing But right. sp- Spam sandwiches No Spam no. sandwiches uh, Have you ever no. had spam? I have Once or twice Not so, bad Not so great It's but associated with breakfast You might have it in a bacon Sausage Spam egg Bean sandwich Really? Yeah like ridiculous wow. Like but it just reminds me of being a kid. Like there was always spam in the cupboard, always spam in I the could, cupboard. I can imagine what the tin looks like. Yeah, but it was I mean, always, yeah. yeah, no, delicious. no, uh, not really in our cupboards at home. And I must give a special mention, obviously, to the Yorkshire pudding. <gasps> well, because you just can't beat it. Is it as it's as much as a staple down here as it is up there? Yeah. I should think. But we're claiming that one. Yeah, I, um, well, it's in the name, isn't we're it? We're claiming in that one. The name. Now, uh, educate me about southern foods. <laughs> Um, What's your favourite growing up? Or if you want to do it as a Londoner? uh, Growing up, I wouldn't say... Growing up, my biggest biggest, uh, uh, memory uh, of food as I was growing up was around my nan's, my mum's mum on a Sunday. Everyone there, family. And my nan used to do the best roast dinner I've ever had. And I don't really eat them that much now because my nan's not here with us anymore that I don't really... I don't know, I've gone off them a little bit because my nan's cooking was so good. But my choice now, because I love it so much now, is pie and mash. Yeah, that's with, definitely with, associated with the South. Yeah, with it's more it's more sort of the East End, you know. Yeah. And many, many times I've, uh, I've been up London and you just go to the East End and you get some real pie mash liquor. 
you know, you can have it with eels. I mean, if to you me, wanted, that, that does you know, seem backwards. Jelly deals and liquor on pie and mash. No, I'll stick to my gravy tart. <laughs> stick to your Yorkshire pudding and your gravy, yeah, Reese. Yeah. But, yeah, for me, uh, I didn't have it so much growing up, but sort of when I hit sort of 16, 17, started going out with mates and to football and things like that, then it was a it was a staple that you had here. And then you got you got in a car, got on the train, and, and up to Manchester we go. So, yeah, no, that, that would be for me. Good anyway. stuff. Okay. Lovely, Reese. Fabulous to talk to you, as always. So that brings our episode to a close. Unfortunately, it does. Next week, on next week's podcast... Episode three. Episode, episode three already. We are going to talk about a... I, I, I had it in my mind as a select 11 from Premier League... Is it the whole Premier League era, or are we doing like so we've we done, did with now great that we've managers? done greatest manage well great managers of the modern era? We are both going to select our best eleven of the modern era of yep. the era era. So that should spark up some more lively debates. Lovely, and looking forward to it. I will get my thinking cap on. Okay, right. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. Ta-da.